What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday, January 5th. And guys, I think the world's coming to an end officially. So the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Pizza is seeing a price increase for the first time in 25 years. What? That's right. The $5 Hot and Ready will now cost you $5.55. I've been thinking about this all week. Can't get it out of Moment my head. Moment of silence. We're fucked. <laughs> Bro. That's tough, right? That's like a whole extra pie for every 10 pies. I mean, you I get. can't even remember the last time I had Little Caesars, but that's just like sad. <laughs> Sitting on the stoop of the fraternity, I remember very clearly. Uh, probably. Very like, vividly. Get like 20 of those pies, dude, for 100 bucks. Yeah, oh. or like after homecoming or something. Dude, I was borderline a hero out there. I would sit on the stoop by the street and other people that were in my condition that didn't get to their place yet. I would be like, you guys need a slice? It only cost me $5 hot and ready. But now I can't even do that anymore. Did they say why they're increasing? Inflation. It's got to be. Times are tough, bro. It's got to be. That's why. Their ingredients are in the port somewhere <laughs> in San Diego just waiting to get dodged. <laughs> yeah, bro. Fucking Little Caesar has to, you know, see that profit too, you know? They got to eat, man. Just like you eat their $5 hot and readies. Oh, wait. $5.55. Pizza, 30 pizza. days, 30 um, pizzas. <laughs> Nick, what's on your mind? Because that was bugging me. But what's on your mind, man? I want to hear. I want to know. <laughs> You know, I got an email the other day for a job I applied to like seven months ago. Um, this was like before I cracked my skull open and blah, 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 and decided to just do stupid shit with my life. But I got an email from this one job. I don't even remember what it was. I was like, we're sorry, but we've gone with another applicant, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bitch, it has been seven months. Like, I don't even think about you. Let alone, this is probably one of the most pathetic things ever. It took you seven months. Like, that's just courtesy. I already starved to death. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who are you emailing? Like, I, I'm not thinking about you anymore. Like, you you were my you were my scapegoat to get out of my previous p position that I hated so much. I, I would have hated you just the same. But um, I don't know, man. That, yeah, that, that is weird that they do that all that time later. It's just courtesy. You know what I mean? Like, it, you should just have an automated thing. They definitely filled that seat in what four weeks probably it takes you seven months to cycle through all that it's just fucking put it in mailchimp dude and just hit click like no denied it's too right? hard for some people i don't know man it's an email i don't even <laughs> have to talk to you like i hear you were dude. you upset about it i'm just Do you know like what company like was it a company you're like oh, i wouldn't no, mind it's getting just it like it's just like you are now wasting a a, a spot in my inbox and i just took <laughs> oh, 10 I seconds see. out of my day to just go I don't even remember you. Uh, you know what I mean? It's a little shit like that. Petty. I'm petty when it comes to that. Like, be courteous. Like, respond to me apply when, again. when... Yeah, I should just keep replying, dude. Over and over and over. And then over seven again. months, do it routinely. <laughs> yeah. Half the time I'll reply and just be like, I don't, I don't need you. And <laughs> I know it's not even going anywhere, but I just do it. Just be a dick back. That's hysterical. I don't know why. You're a menace. It makes me feel better about myself. Ralph, didn't you just have a, uh, a funny email you were telling us about? Well, I got a couple funny emails. Um, one, it's always great when your old employer reaches back out asking for you to reapply. So that's always fun. Um, no, actually, it was more like emailing, like in general. Um, and we were talking before we started recording that, you know, I would rather like kind of like with you, right? You sent that and it's like, dude, I would rather you just tell me like, dude, your, your resume kind of blows. Like you're not going to get the job. But instead of seven months, you know, seven months goes by. I'm I'm personally sick and tired of sending emails and getting them blatantly ignored mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And I would rather these people that I'm emailing just tell me to fuck off. 
like uh, at agreed. the end of the day, just agreed. right, like just straight up, like, hey, dude, we don't really give a shit. Like, we're perfectly fine being complacent. Just stop, and I'd be like, great, dude. Don't want to waste my time anymore. But like, that's unfortunately exactly. You know what I mean? Um, I'm in sales. Everybody that's in a sales role knows how difficult that stuff is. So sales automatically gets a weird bad rep. So people just ignore, delete things like that. So it's just, I don't know, man, just man up and, you know, tell me to fuck off and I'll fuck off. Like literally that simple. I'll move on with my day. Cause you're an outside sales too, though. Yeah, dude, people so knocking hunting. on doors. Like, I'm headhunting, which I, which, if my employer's listening, that's not what I was promised. But that's what it is, like what, knocking on businesses' what, doors. What, what are some of these emails, though, that you're getting? Well, the one time, to make a very long story short, because I think I did, I think I might have covered it on, on a previous episode, but... True fan test. True, fa- true fan test. If you have heard the story, I apologize. I promise it'll only be a minute. I was going through, dude, I, my sales process, I don't want to say it's extensive, but I genuinely give a shit. Like as a salesman, I do actually care. I know every single salesman says it. I actually do care. Like I like building relationships with business owners because who knows down the line, I might try and I'm building a business myself down the line. I might be touching base with these businesses and be like, Hey, like what can you help me with? You know? So I like building and learning and, and things like that. And this one guy, I spent so much time working with him and doing a demo and he was ready to move forward and everything was good. And and then one email, no response, another email, no response, a third email, no response. And it's not like me being like, hey, man, like what's going on? It's like, hey, you have the paperwork. I need it to put you on because your pay is coming up soon. You're trying to run and like it's not coming down. No email. Finally, I said, fuck it. I'm not waiting around anymore. So the tagline was, were you eaten by alligators? And in the email, I went through the whole thing. I was like, listen, I think his name is Brian. I forget. I, I have it on my phone, but I'm recording with it. And I was like, hey, listen, man, um, it's been some time now. Uh, I'm just checking in on you to make sure everything's okay. Please respond with one of the answers below. And I had an A, B, and C. And A was everything is okay. I'm just choosing to ignore you. B, it's like I was eaten by alligators. Um, unfortunately, I'm unable to respond, nor will I be choosing to move forward because of it. Or C, everything is okay. It was just like this whole thing. He responded back like within a minute. And I was like, dude, that's hysterical. That's funny. I appreciate that, man. Sorry, work's got me through the ringer. I'm back in town tomorrow. I promise you I'll send you documents tomorrow. And then he got, he was a man of his word. He came back home and sent me the documents. But so I mean, what a great sales story and just someone like reaching back out. Because we've all had those clients where, you know, like they just ghost you out of nowhere. Like what a way to get him back in. Sometimes you just got to like break the professional barrier. Like I, I don't like treating Amen. A, true. Any, anyone in, in a professional setting as like trying. Let me free, rephrase that. Like I don't like the professional stigma and etiquette that goes on all the time because there's no direct connection with someone. I'm not getting to know you at all. It's all like, you know, just beat around the bush BS the whole time. Like it's a game and people smell that. And they understand that and they don't want it at that point. But if you're just like, you're real, what's up, dude? Like, blah, blah, like, you know, back home, really shitty, blah, blah, but back at work, no big deal. Like they feel you at that point. You know what I mean? They're going through the same thing at home. You got to connect. And I I don't know, man. That's why sales was never really a thing for me. I always stay in the ops and finance side, but I've, I wish I've dabbled. I wish I was that smart. I would jump on some sales (laughs) calls, dude. And like, I would pray that dude'd be after lunch. Cause if it was, and they would call, they'd be like, Oh, what's going on? How's your day so far? But my girlfriend made tuna salad again. Like I would just like try to find a way to transition away from any business talk and just show them like, yo, this guy's like a normal dude (laughs) until they fired back. It's like, Whoa, you don't like tuna salads. All right. Well, I can't, mind. That definitely (laughs) backfired, but 
Oh, man, I hear you. Um, after long days of work, though, nothing better than ice cold. Be it. Should I crack this? Yeah, why not? Would you drink man? it? I'm oh, sure it'll go. All right. Oh, wow. Gritty. Not what I was expecting. Um, we got a beer today, Gritty Kitty from Brew Works. Uh, 6.5% ABV. A hazy milkshake style IPA brewed with vanilla beans. And I was expecting it to not be that good. But it's like pretty good. Oh man. What's on uh what's on the can here? It looks like it'd be like a you know like the monster Javas? It looks like it'd be like a coffee taste. They got me my degree in college. Shout oh, out Java. Monster. Yeah, Monster Java's got me my degree. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, yeah, it does look like if you just cover up Fegley's, it looks like it's a monster. Java's whatever, Java something. It's actually pretty good. Like I said, I I don't know what I'm gonna give it. It is like on the thicker side, like a milkshake mm-hmm. would be. That's kind of kind of crazy. Um, is it bringing all the boys to the yard? That's the question. It might be. Yeah, I mean. Let's I give us a nice, uh, nice seven point two here. That's a good beer, really good beer. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's heavier, and it's got a little bit of a bite at the end. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do like a like six point one. I'm not a big fan of this, to be honest with you. I didn't really like the last milkshake one either, so maybe it's just not my thing. The can's cool as hell, though. You are lactose intolerant. I am lactose intolerant. Maybe it's the milk. I'm gonna shit my pants by the end of these ep- by the end of this episode. <laughs> hey, it's worth it. Um, I do like this one. I do like the can. It's fun fact. Uh, while I was reading at the bar top, it is the little brother, the little sibling rather, sibling, not brother, of the Squishy Kitty, which we also did a rating on, which we should actually compare and see if it is the problem child, the Dennis, the menace of the family, but. It's a cool, cool can. Um, I think Jared would like this one. Probably would have given it a ten point seven, like everything else. Um, I think I'm just very spiteful against Jared. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> I think I'll go with like a, I'm gonna go with like a six point four. It's got it almost like dude, it like looks like a root beer. It's like so dark. You, you see what I mean? It looks like it's. I don't know. It has a cool can though. It is actually a pretty. I cool really can. do love the can. Ralph, rate it without drink. If you haven't noticed, by the way, Jared is out. And we have the, our producer, Ralph, uh, in Eli's seat, Eli and Jared's seat. You know, we'll His figure, seat is we'll, still warm from let, last let's episode. Get, <laughs> let's, get this, let's get to this in the middle of the episode. But uh, Ralph, since you're allergic to beer and you're probably not going to drink it, give it a rating just by, uh, you know, yeah, no, from I'm the like, outside. That's why I said with the Monster Javas, things like that, I used to rip them like they were going out of style before getting on set. I do agree. It looks like a root beer. It does. Like it just looks like a. It looks like a friendly beer, which is why I want to try it. But then I also don't want to get sent to the ER. So, <laughs> basing it on the can, it's cool. The little weird fish buckle is a little strange, but I'd probably I would rate it just by looking at it. Probably like a six one six two. I would. Okay. My height. Damn, I wish. <laughs> Could you imagine? Don't watch the video. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, moving on to uh, NBA. I know the new year started. I've been watching a little more NBA uh, than I have been. This is about the time I think I get into it more. Um, Eli, I know you've been watching it though, right? Yeah. Um, 
You know, like anytime you're dealing with a job and there's there's people who can do their job and there's people who can't do their job. You know what I mean? And like, it's just it's you see it everywhere. You could be in a restaurant, a Wawa. You could be in a Fortune 100 company. There's people who can do their job and there's people that can't. And this segment is called "I Hate Russell Westbrook." So I'm gonna start with <laughs> Demar Derozan, who can do his job. The first player to hit a game-winning buzzer beater in back-to-back games since the start of the play-by-play era, which was 97. Back-to-back nights earlier this week, DeMar DeRozan, and one of them being a lofty little three, hit game-winning shots. Now, I don't know about you, but even like hitting a couple buckets at a park feels pretty phenomenal. Like You leave a pickup game with six points, you're like, all right, like, I'm that guy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, I can't even imagine, like, Frank, you're a Knicks fan, you know what I mean? Like, imagine hitting something like that in the garden, like, dude. Oh, so- yeah, it's unreal, and he did it back-to-back, which is kind of crazy that it hasn't happened since 97. Yeah, well, it's back-to-back games, like, back-to-back nights. Like, think about that. Like, even just yeah. to have the opportunity to do that twice, let alone hit both of them. Yeah, and back-to-back nights, not consecutive games, right? Consecutive nights. Um, I mean, so like back it wasn't to back like games. It was yeah, back to it back wasn't game. like I think game, the games were nights night and night, but like okay, they, yeah, I think I'm just overthinking it. Yeah, a little bit. He <laughs> hit that, those. Yeah. He hit those shots. That is really sick. I didn't watch the games, but I did see the uh, highlights, and oh, that is pretty yeah. dope. And then you know, and then that brings me to the other side of the topic. It brings me to Russell Westbrook, who can't hit shots ever, ever, ever. Right, right. So it's like if you have a job and you work specifically out of, out of Microsoft Office and you get hired and you don't know how to type. That's what Westbrook looks like on the Lakers. This man drove the lane for a game-winning shot with Carmelo Anthony at the edge and LeBron James, I don't know if you guys have heard of him, also in the corner waiting for the three, both wide open. And he has now done this oh, multiple no. nights, bro. That's crazy. The Lakers are the seventh seed. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, That's cold out crazy. here. Cold world. I mean, no I'm blanket. sure they'll be fine. As long as they make the playoffs, who cares about home court anyway? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like LeBron a little bit has like that Brady dynamic where it's like we don't need to burn out everything we have to get the highest seed. Just put us in the playoffs. Brady doesn't care if he beats the one seed in the first week or the Super Bowl. It doesn't really matter to him. He knows he's going to beat them. He just goes out and plays his game. And, I mean, it's very similar, and just I'm just full of fun facts tonight. One other fun fact about LeBron, because he's the GOAT, is LeBron James cemented an average of exactly 25 points per game or higher 17 seasons in a row. <laughs> That's crazy. He's been in the NBA for so fucking long. Like It's crazy if you think about it. Dude, it's like he might move up the scoring <laughs> list again just this season. Oh and he's already God. top five. Like it's, how old is this kid now? He's he's getting to like college level, right? Is uh, he in college now? I think he's a junior in high school. He's playing in Allentown in February. Really? Yeah, they have like a high school. There's a high school game at PPNL. Um, a lot of people oh, are buying dead. tickets because they think like Braun might be there, which is possible. Like he might be. I mean, the dude owns like private jets and stuff. But from what I understand remember looking at his schedule because I was one of those people and I was like trying to connect the dots. I think LeBron's got like a game that's like it wouldn't like happen. 
But I, this will be the game I don't go to when he does go. High if, school. Yeah, that's hysterical. If I was that's LeBron crazy, James, right? I wouldn't come to Allentown either, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to go to Allentown. It's 15 minutes away. I feel like there's so many other destinations where your son's going to play that you can pick that are way better than Allentown, Pennsylvania. like, where are you going? Like this kid's kids playing him like Miami, like fucking Dallas, Texas. Why Miami, dude? Even Bethlehem. Not Miami. Why Allentown? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like what? Um, before we move on to football, I just want to touch golf. Golf is back. And I know not a lot of people might not watch it, but there truly is nothing like having an outright winner ticket going into Sunday with a chance to win. Top five feelings. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I'm going to be watching some golf this weekend. It's in Hawaii, primetime slot. You're going golfing this weekend, aren't you? Yes, X-Golf oh, in Easton. I love it, dude. Can't wait. You guys the, love that place. The golf oh. simulator. When are you going to come? Super nice. When I'm not fucking working, dude. When are you not working, dude? See, I actually want to <laughs> open up. I don't know. I'm telling you, business venture. I open up. I want to open up like a, a full-fledged golf simulation place, though, with like a driving range built in. Let's get Deck on board. Deck? Like an actual driving Watch range? Watch the video, Deck. I'm pointing at you. That'd be cool. Right here? Right. Deck, it's just you and I. Do you know how expensive they are, though? You oh, heard the man. so expensive. How oh, many I Tesla bet, stocks? It, bet, like, man. a really good one is so expensive. And it's like, my dream is like, yeah, I want 10 of them in there with, like, couches and, like, TV. So if you want to go on a Sunday and watch games you, you and just shoot go, 18 while bringing beer. Like, that's the, in my head, that's what makes sense. But I also don't have 400 you, grand to dump on You should on go it. to X-Golf. Is that yeah, what it's X-Golf like? X-Golf is fine. Exactly what it's like. They dude. have the simulators. They got the full bar. Cigar. But do they a have a top lounge? golf driving range? No, there's no like actual outside driving range now. That's what makes it different. And I, I would call it drunk driving. So you bring your beers. <laughs> there you safe, go. You're right? driving drunk. Million dollar idea. <laughs> Hire me. Um, okay, moving on to the sport we all can't wait to talk about. Football. And I'm going to start with the Giants because I want to get out the way. I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid right off. Just do it. Rip it hard. I'm fucking miserable. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Like, am I just, again, <laughs> I'm taking the crazy pills. The shit that Joe Judd says, why is he still the head coach? I think this past weekend he was like, yeah, so many former players are texting me saying they want to play for this team when they're getting paid more somewhere else. What? (laughs) Who the fuck is texting you that crazy, Joe? Oh, my God. So, yeah, the Giants suck. Anyone else before we move on? I'm a Bills fan until the Giants get it together. That's it. I just, man, Mike Glennon, man, what a guy. (laughs) Let me tell you what. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Mike, if you're listening to this dude, <laughs> yeah. give it up, man. Like, congratulations on your six different team swaps. Right now he's injured, right? Like, oh imagine coming in for half the season and then you get in. It's like, dude, the Giants are a complete mess, man. Sterling Shepard used to be my favorite player. Guess what? He's completely lost that space. I currently don't have a favorite player on that team anymore. It's just, it's it's miserable to watch. Yeah, you would think they would just clean house and start fresh, but they're keeping Joe Judge. Um, so, yeah, that's the Giants. Um, what else do we have? The Bengals had a sick, he's so good, sick Holy, win against so Kansas good. City Chiefs. I did not think that was going to happen. I, I'm happy about that because I was hyping him up last <laughs> yeah, episode. And then he crushed it again. <laughs> crushed it again, dude. <laughs> yeah, unreal. I mean, Jamar Chase, Joey Jackpot, Joey oh my Jackpot, God. dude. Justin Jefferson broke the rookie single game receiving yard mark last year, and then his teammate from LSU, Jamar Chase, breaks it this year. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's you, fucking wild, dude. Dude, one cool thing. I don't know if you guys see this. You might. I swear to God, like, Joe Burrow is the successful version of Johnny Manziel. Yes. Wow. He has enough of the edge where he's in the locker room throwing up the money signs with the cigar in his mouth. 
but he's getting it done. Like he's not on a podcast in a van talking about losing his Heisman. It's just a lot less cocaine. I have the perfect evolution, guys. Johnny Manziel crawled. So Baker Mayfield could walk, so Joe Burrow could run. Hell yeah. Dude, that's it, Joe dude. Burrow's on a full-fledged sprint, dude. He's running a 440. I know, but that's like the progression. Like he said, like the swaggy quarterback comes out of a college. Baker Mayfield was the same way, coming mm-hmm. out of Oklahoma. Heisman winner. Yeah, man. Yeah, the plant the flag in the middle of the field. <laughs> and then Joe like, Bur- Dude, Joe ballsy. Burrow rolled up to the game in a shirt that had all his receivers on it. Uh, T. Higgins... Uh, Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase all on it. Like it was a sick shirt. Like he rolled up fre- looking fresh as hell. He's just so cool. I saw they call him Joey Jackpot or Jackpot Joey. Yeah. Love dude, that, that's dude. So sick for a quarterback. Yeah. And what? He's in his <laughs> second season, third season. Oh my second, God. second, third. Yeah. Second, second, second season. Yeah, last year. He, he got his ACL. Hurt. injured. It's Washington. Yeah. And just come back. Yeah. Field, dude. And Scumbags. he tore his ACL last year, dude. Like, the, I really hope the Bengals could like put together some sort of a run because that would just be so cool. W- Washington's Smoking actually. No, I was going to say smoking cigars and and hitting the gritty in the locker room. Like, that's fucking cool, man. Oh, 100%. Washington's actually, they just said they're going to announce their name or something. The Washington Commanders. So I got, all right, hold on. No, this is mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one going through the pain. It's my segment. (laughs) The Commanders. Dude, so here, then, right? Okay. This is the beauty of being a Washington fan. I've been sad since I woke up. So I'm not, and I don't mean woke up today. I mean woke up like I came to earth. And- it's fine because their success literally died when I lived. Like, like if you think about it, because I was born in 93, and I think 91 or 92 was like their last successful year. But it's fine, whatever. So they, I've, I've been rooting for this one, and Frank, I know you're on board with me with the Red Wolves, right? Red yeah. Wolves. I was like, Red Wolves, baby. Like, we Sick might have man. a little swag to us. They came out, and they were like, all right, we're going to announce our name in February. We're not giving you anything. And I was like, okay, cool. And then they went, but... And I was like, what do you mean, but? They're like, it's not the Red Wolves. I was like, come on. <laughs> I was like, that's the only one I wanted. So I'm going to, here, we'll just go around the room. You guys pick your favorite. I'm going to give you, this is what they laid out as the possibility. Mind you, the jersey sneak peek they gave had stars on it, okay? It's the there's, commanders. I'm telling you right so now. So there's the admirals, the armada, which makes me think of Rick and Morty, Mexican armada. <laughs> uh, the brigade, the commanders, the defenders, the presidents, Red Hawks. Red Hogs and Sentinels. So military for no reason. But I know that was a lot. I'm not going to read it again. I'll read it again. Admirals, Armada, Brigade, Commanders, Defenders, Presidents. It's not going to be the other three. I'm not even going to I'd be willing to bet you go look on, like, LLCS Corp, like, Incorporated, and see if the Washington Commanders were taken. Oh, probably Well, that was the reason the the Red Wolves was taken off, because their trademarks and shit was already bought. I feel like we can get rid of Snyder's heated driveway and use that money on the trademark. Yeah. Yo, low-key, I kind of like the Red Hogs. Yeah, but they're not going to do that, I swear. That's kind of cool, dude. It is cool, because it pays homage to their old-school hogs, like... There's still fans that wear the pig mask in the stadium. Like, well, yeah, but the, Washington, if you can't tell by now, hates their fans and they want them all to die. Well, it, so I kind of like the Red Hogs because it has red in the name and I just think that's cool. But, you know, Hogs, it's like you're paying homage to the offensive line you guys had in like what, the 80s and 90s? Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. But then, like, I don't know. I just think like Red Hogs, even if you have like a present day, like really sick offensive or defensive line, like that'd be cool. 
I don't know. I kind of like red hogs. Yeah, That's I'm, just me. I though. mean, you're also just tossing around. I don't like any of the military you're, shit. You're tossing around it's the pig weird. skin. Though, it just sounds dude. like it just sounds like a fucking um, a league that a football league that gets created that tries to like compete with the NFL and they just fold. Yeah, like. A, the Washington Commanders would be in like the AFL. It's like all or the the fucking AAF, whatever it's called. It's like a flag football team, but every guy that plays on it is in his forties and divorced. It just blows my mind that they've spent what, this much two, time, two bro. years trying to come up with it, and you have a short list, and that's it. This this list almost double digits. That's the other thing. That's a long Washington list. Then. <laughs> <laughs> still terrible. It's not even a short list, bro. You know, I'm gonna go play for the presidents, guys. Yeah, the Washington presidents. So bad. You know who's not gonna be a Washington fan if they call themselves the presidents? But like to build up what you're saying, Joe Nick, somebody sat down and was like, "Hey, let's. What about the presidents?" And then a conglomerate of people were like, "You know what? We're gonna keep that up there." We're I saw keep someone it. say they should be the Washington emails. <laughs> the email tough guys. Yeah, yeah, the email tough guys. Yeah, trademark that right now. You Snyder, you can't get me. <laughs> Dude, the Washington emails is hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. You get uh, a lot of support. I wouldn't doubt. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I don't know. That. I just uh I feel bad for you having to buy all new gear after all that. Bro, it hurts. That's like the it's worst authentic, part though. Like authentic. Authentic. Like I don't know, but in what, ten years? What if you don't like the name though? Oh, well, yeah. You kind of have to learn to love it, I guess. Yeah. I like, know, man. Somebody made the decision. Yeah, it ain't me. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, the seat's over at the Giants Stadium for you. Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> Before they go for $6 a ticket. We'll take it. Dude, FanDuel put out rankings, and the only team lower than the Giants the were the Jags, dude. The Lions it. were ranked above Still them. not last. Dude, I said it earlier. If the Lions <laughs> would play the Giants right now, the Lions would win. That's just a fact. Our, Dude, with Amon Ra backups, backups, backups is injured. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a game I want to talk about real quick was the Cardinals-Cowboys game. I did have that as my lock last week, but it just feels crazy that, you know, as soon as someone's starting to make you believe, like, they lose a game. And I feel like that's happened a lot. Like, not so much with the Chiefs lately, but they were, you know, shitty in the beginning. Not so much with the Bucks lately, but the Bucks have dropped bad games. The Bills lost to the fucking Jaguars. The Titans lost to the Jets. Like, there's been some crazy losses. I think the Gr Green Bay lost to someone week one that was like, what? I can't even remember. But that was a really good game. Um, and I think the Cowboys are overrated again. But, I mean, what's new, right? Nothing. Is Zeke a good <laughs> running back? Yeah, I think so. I think it's also just tough for running backs nowadays because they're just like fucking tired after like five years. Yeah, and these I don't know these big guys, dude. Like they're e <laughs> they're easy to grip up, basically. Like I'm Ew. watching, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching like Zeke and Barkley and stuff who were absolute studs day one, and now that they're like they're bigger, they're even more muscular than they were before. Like they lose the agility. They're just trying to run through people, and then they're injured for half the season. I mean, we've seen that in both of them. And they yeah. were what top the top running backs in the league for yeah one or two years when they first came out yeah that's kind of crazy um any other games you guys want to talk about a, kind of, a bunch of the I mean the Buccaneers almost lost to the Jets that's kind of crazy I just want to solidify my <laughs> lock last week just for the record Patriots by anything dude you could have teased them up to thirty nine and a half and they, they beat, still would have covered they beat the shit out of the Jaguars <laughs> dude <laughs> like that was that was crazy that is. Vicious, Dude, like new hobby, new job. Figure it out, go somewhere speaking else. Speaking about the Jaguars, <laughs> did you guys see that if the Jaguars beat the Colts in Jacksonville uh, on what uh, Saturday or Sunday, one o'clock, 
that the uh, Chargers and the Raiders can tie the game and both make the playoffs. What? Isn't that crazy? So <laughs> make bef- a pack. So before the game, before Sunday Night Football, which is Chargers Raiders, that's going to decide a playoff spot. Before that happens, Colts travel to Jacksonville, and if they lose to the Jaguars in Jacksonville, then the Raiders and Chargers can tie the game Sunday night and both go to the playoffs, and the Colts don't. That's such a weird. Isn't I feel like that that's crazy? A sick stat line, but it's also really like just weird. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think this has ever happened before. We've never been in this situation because think about it, dude. Two there's teams. probably nothing in the rules that say you can't just kneel it out it's like yeah. the whole game. Yeah, it's like an anomaly. At dude, that why point, wouldn't dude. you? A guaranteed playoffs? Yeah, let's fucking tie. Shake, you know, shakes hands. Like, there's got to be a line somewhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't Ask know. Jared. Call up Jared right now. See if there's there a line could be somewhere. something. But then even in the rule book, like if you just meet pregame, like yo, listen. Just run four straight downs, go for it on fourth, and we just stay in the middle of the field all fucking game. Yeah, yeah both guaranteed playoff Dude, spot. guaranteed a playoff spot. I mean, I don't think the Colts are going to lose to uh, Jaguars, but still, it Any, could happen. Anything's possible, dude. Yeah, I think and they're like it. four. I think they're like two touchdown favorites. <laughs> Damn, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, big week in fantasy football for the boys. Eli, do you got <sighs> us? Oh, I got you, man. Wrap it this up. This is the last week of the fantasy update. Yeah, it's, it's done, so, dude. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's done. God bless America. It's done, dude. I'm not going to have any hair left. If this would have gone for two or three more weeks, I hadn't, I didn't have it. So it's my account. So I'm going to start with the semi game. So it was myself against Sags. Side note, I hope you guys enjoyed those tweets. If you did not see them, go look at them because there are horrific pictures. Honestly, of everyone but Frank. Frank was looking all right in his picture. My man got the studs in, yeah, bro. Strong jawline, yeah, full head dude. of hair. He was looking <laughs> he, he was all right. He was all right. Sags was in theater. I pre-braces. Uh, I had the frosted tips in the front, on, and it was a picture of a school picture. It wasn't even like the PDF, but it's it's whatever. It's fine. So I ended up taking out Sags for third. Third place, I'll take a bronze. I third placed my other ones. Double bronze, double let down. It is what it is. Jared in the chip. I know he wants some energy here, but I'm not going to give it to him. No, I'm going to give it to him. Jared had a hell of a year. He's lucky that Derrick Henry got hurt, or else I would have literally been scalping him in a championship game. But at the end of the day, he put up a nice number against Frank. They had a good chip. It was a bit of a sweat for a good portion of it, but Jared got it done. Shout out to him. He is the winner of the league. And then we have our other games, just because why not? Connor and Nick played each other two weeks in a row. Connor came through. And side note, Nick and Connor would have had a hell of a run in the playoffs because even though they did not get in, like Connor put up 152 points in the championship week. Like, dude, if he would have got in, like he would have ran the table. I think Connor got in. We, he just lost we, in the first round. Yeah, Nikki, we were both oh no, first Nikki round. Q got uh, in. Yeah, yeah, I was. Connor and I made first round. Oh, okay, that's we what lost, it was. And then ended up playing each other the entire yeah, way through yeah, for the rest of the playoffs. <laughs> Dude, they were just hanging out in the living room, like, yeah, man, it's just like round three of fighting each other. Uh, Slump Busters, Tom beat Will the Random. Hold my Stugats with probably the best score he's had all year, the whopping four and ten with 152 <sighs> points over Tristan. And your boy Juice fell to Stefan. And it does pain me to say it, but that is the end of fantasy this year. I mean. Thank how God. do you feel about how do you feel about the year? How what are we thinking? What was your 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 down? Give me something. I don't know. I think I had I a good year for my, my hands. Team. I don't know um, what to do with my hands anymore. What am I gonna do every day? <laughs> you know, like 
Uh, I, I think I had a good time. Um, obviously, great year to everyone else in the league. And, you know, I hope you sign back up next year. But, you know, if anyone does drop, we'll obviously open it up to you guys because, you know, we want as many people in there as possible. But I'm pretty happy with it. Jared had a great team all year, and I lost to a really good team in the uh, championship game. So and the boys went one, two, and three on the podcast. Dude, come out and try to beat us. Yeah, that is pretty cool. We That's all impressive. just <laughs> Come out and try to beat us. Like, I mean, that was a, I feel like that's a good showing. And like the locks reflect that too. Like good showings all around. Wow. It was, was, uh, I don't know. It was pain. It was fun because I had to be very creative, uh, get my first round pick messed up. And I got Travis Kelsey, which isn't a big deal in the auto draft, but, um, I had my RB1 get injured week two. I had two of my starting receivers injured in the same week, and they were out for like seven weeks. So I had to be creative, and I still finished in uh, in sixth place, so middle of the pack. Like, I, I don't know. I guess, that's worth, I guess that's worth it. Ralph, for, you had a rough year. all that. Yeah, which is crazy because I hope. My fiance, well, my now fiance, draft her league and she plays first. So it's like okay, oh, like, so I can just Diana. draft for other people. <laughs> so, so she's taking your spot next year. <laughs> like she crushed her league. Me, I come in. I don't know, dude. Like, this what happens when you have DC on your lineup and you're like praying for him to play. It's just that's awesome. It was it was a brutal year. Dude. Every week was a sweat, and by sweat I mean like wow, I don't have no players to play. I was pulling second and third string players off like the waiver wire every single week. Yeah, it was week. definitely a crazy year, especially for first round running backs. Bro, mm-hmm. losing Henry so was, was so brutal. That man is still in sixth than rushing. Locking in a third. But I mean, hey, it's he got hurt. It, Jonathan it, it is what it is. I tell you what, that guy's a monster. I'll yeah. tell you what. He's yeah, I hope it, I it's it's kind of toss up between him and Cooper Cup, but I kind of hope he wins it just because I feel like running backs Always. don't really get a lot of shine. Yeah, but when you're especially when compared you're to like wide receivers it, and quarterbacks. Yeah, when you're running it sixty yards down the field by yourself, and then they give it to like the second string running back to score. Yeah, it's also a lot harder to be a a good running back compared to like wide receiver. I feel like because one like you're going you're usually going up against you know a cornerback or a DB that doesn't know the route you're running. But, like, when you're running the ball, you're running straight at 300-pound dudes. So I feel like, you know, there's you got to give them respect, which is awesome. So I hope Jonathan Taylor was Offensive Player of the Year. Um, but, yeah, that's my two cents. Uh, moving on to a uh, a very weird time because I don't know what we're going to have for our locks. So uh, here is our locks of the week. Um, Cardinals last week came through for your boy outright. They beat the Cowboys 13-9 um, on the year. Uh, I was looking at some football stuff, didn't know what I was going to bet. So this is what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to put out four bets on Twitter and just have anyone vote. And whatever the vote is, that's going to be my lock this week. So that's what I'm doing. So uh, my lock of the week is TBD. Okay. Interesting. Outside the box. I like yeah. it. By the way, last week uh, the podcast went 4-0 on our lock. So we had we had a clean sweep on the sheet uh, to close out the year. Uh, so I'm I was seven and four for 2021, but going into 2022, I'm going to take the Ravens at five and a half against the Steelers. I'm just feeling that game for some reason. Uh, I feel like the Ravens have cleaned up a lot, uh, and the Steelers are just kind of winding down with Big Ben going out. But I am going to have a wait. Where's my uh, where's my extra one? Is it on there? 
you delete that? The bonus. bonus it's right underneath there. mine. So I have a bonus as well. Uh, being a soccer fanatic here, there oh. are qualifiers <laughs> going on. I'm going to parlay Italy money line versus North Macedonia and Portugal money line against Turkey and parlay that. What are the and odds? We'll see. It, it's like minus 150. And those are okay. two very solid teams who are just playing for their positioning. I mean, Macedonia and, and Turkey are almost never in in much of any tournaments besides regional at that point. And I think these are World Cup qualifiers. I don't I don't remember. Okay, a nice little greasy parlay. I like it. Try it out. Yeah, minus 150. Fuck it, right? Fuck it. YOLO. <laughs> Who needs it? Um, yeah, to Frank's point, um, it is a weird week. I did think about going into basketball, but I thought, you know what? Surprisingly, I got my FanDuel results, and my most bet sport on FanDuel is still basketball. I mean, it makes sense with all the games, but I'm going to wait until I'm done with football, and then I'm going to dive heavy in the basketball. We're going to get that going. But uh, Bears plus three and a half against the Vikings. The Vikings, with or without Kirk, have not been able to get it done. And I feel like when you reach this point in the year with teams that have nothing left to win, they end up fighting for their positions next season. Like, this is one of those games that I can see that happening. I can see the Bears squeaking one out. I'll take Bears over a field goal, plus three and a half. I'd be a little hesitant at plus three, but I'd probably still fire it if I had at least three Yinglings in me. So that, that that's mine. Three and a half if you can get it, but drink a couple first if you take three. That way you can't fully blame it on me. Perfect, and uh, you got an artist of the week this week, huh? Yeah, man. I uh, I haven't had it the past couple weeks, um, but you know, I don't I don't want to just send out stuff that's not good. But just like my bet, it's got the word shaky in it. Um, the artist's name is Shaky Graves. He's got a song called Tomorrow. It's a little folky, but it's uh, you know, it'll it'll hit you right in the heartstrings driving to work. It'll really make you feel that pain. You might pull an Antonio Brown right in the middle of your shift after listening to it, but it's something good, and uh, you know. Call your ex, quit your job, whatever. That's all the artist of the week is here for. Happy New Year's to you guys. Happy, right? happy we didn't New get Year's, to say guys. Happy, yeah, New Year's. happy New Year's. Oh, 2022. Wow. I know. First episode in 2022. Back, right? Let's go. And, big, we're, and we're exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> big plans for 2022 in the Lunch Beers podcast, guys. I'm, I'm going to say it here on the pod now. Dedicated to blasting this and getting big, so it's gonna be one hell of a year. And I'm shout out the new listeners too. Yeah, shout out yeah. to new listeners. You guys have been going crazy this past month. I don't know how day. you have the time. Yeah, two hundred a day. I don't know where it's coming from. So it, we promise the content's coming more, guys, and nothing but blast. 2020, yeah, twenty twenty two is gonna be a massively great year. All the twenties. And drink to that. with that being said, guys, uh, seasonal depression is at an all time high, but we're still running. <laughs> Uh, com. Check us out on YouTube, all socials, and wherever you can listen to podcasts. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Bing bong.